Hi there, Ben Brufy here, and in the next few minutes, I just want to share something with you which could have an immediate positive impact on your relationships, be it with your partner, your children, friends, or in the workplace. Now, as they say, the quality of our life is largely determined by the quality of our relationships. No person is an island unto themselves, and we all need and rely upon other people in our lives. So would it help if you knew a very simple yet powerful universal principle which could strengthen your relationships? I know, it's a rhetorical question and of course the answer is yes. So let's jump in and have a look at these simple principles which millions of people, families, relationships and businesses have benefited from. And it's all based on the excellent work and books of Dr. Gary Chapman, the foundational book being The Five Love Languages, but also The Five Love Languages of Appreciation in the Workplace, for in the business place, and The Five Love Languages for Children. So in summary, whether it's in your relationship, with friends, colleagues, or with children, there are five common languages of appreciation. And whilst each of us have all of the languages, we each have two primary ones which we prefer to be communicated in. And it's different for each of us. We each have a primary, number one and number two. Now, being human, if we don't know about these five love languages, we instinctively and quite naturally try to communicate to others in our preferred formats. However, if we don't know the primary two languages, firstly for ourselves, but of our partners, parents, children, friends, colleagues, or those closest to us, then we can miscommunicate and be misinterpreted and vice versa. And it's a bit like two foreigners who don't speak the other person's language getting frustrated and speaking louder and louder, expecting the other person to understand, but not realizing it's not that the other person doesn't want to understand, it's just that they speak a different language, which we need to know the fundamentals of. So let's take a quick look at the five love languages and as I quickly talk through them, firstly ask yourself which are my number one and number two. Now again, we have all of them, but we have two primary ones. So five love languages, what are they? Love language number one is words of affirmation. So these are literally words, whether written or spoken or messages of encouragement, of affirmation, appreciation, empathy, listening actively. So things that you can do for this, you could send unexpected notes, texts, cards, messages, uh, and encourage genuinely and often. And things to avoid with words of affirmation is non-constructive criticism, not recognizing or, or, or appreciating effort. So words of affirmation, using the words, whether in message or spoken, to support and to encourage somebody. So that's love language number one. Love language number two is physical touch, quite obvious, obviously slightly different in the workplace as it is in a personal relationship. So in a personal relationship, of course, sexual intimacy, physical touch, hugging, okay? If somebody's primary is physical touch, then you don't want to neglect the touch or go for long stints without intimacy. Or if they extend the gesture of physical touch, you don't want to receive that affection coldly, okay? So actions to take, hug, kiss, hold hands, show physical affection, regularly make intimacy a thoughtful priority okay so that's love language number two physical touch so we've got words of affirmation number one physical touch number two so love language number three is receiving gifts 
tangible gifts. So how do you communicate with this language? This is thoughtfulness. Make your spouse a priority. Speak purposefully. Can you give thoughtful gifts and gestures? Small things matter in a big way and express gratitude when receiving a gift. And then what you'd want to avoid with somebody whose primary language is receiving gifts is forgetting special occasions or unenthusiastic gift receiving if you've received a gift from them and been unenthusiastic. So to them, physical gift may be true, physical gift, tangible gift, something physical, not always a big thing, but the physical gift is very important. So that's love language number three. So we've got words of affirmation, physical touch, receiving gifts. So love language number four is quality time, exactly what it says on the tin. So this is spending quality time with somebody. So this is uninterrupted and focused conversation. One-on-one time is critical for people whose primary language is quality time. So what kind of action would you take when somebody's primary language is quality time? You would want to create special moments together. Take walks and do small things with your partner. Could it just be switching off any distractions and just having uninterrupted quality one-on-one time? And then things to avoid for somebody whose primary language is quality time is being distracted when spending time together or long stints without actually one-on-one time. Okay, so love language number four is quality time. So we've got words of affirmation, physical touch, tangible gifts, receiving gifts. Number four, quality time. Number five is acts of service. So this is where we do things for people, okay? So using phrases such as, can I help you? What can I do to assist? People who have this as a primary language, they want to know that you're with them and you're partnered with them and that you're willing and thinking about them and able to assist them. So the sorts of actions that you may want to take with somebody who needs acts of service as a primary is maybe doing the chores or helping out around the house or wherever it is that you are. It could be something like cooking dinner or cooking breakfast in bed. It could be just offering a gesture to go out of your way a little to help alleviate some of their daily workload by asking what can you do for them or even better by taking initiative and doing a couple of small things for them. In this instance small things can create big impact okay. So the sorts of things that you'd want to avoid here is necessarily on an ongoing basis making the requests of other people a higher priority than the request of your partner or lacking follow-through on tasks both big and small or not offering any assistance okay not showing initiative and not asking if you can support or help so just to give you an example of how powerful this is if you know the primary two languages of your spouse of your partner and vice versa they know your two you can both start communicating in each's preferred language and you're both going to feel more fulfilled and you're going to be happier and it's going to make for a stronger and happier relationship. So let's have a quick jump in and just see how this translates across over into the workplace. So the principles are exactly the same, but obviously just the nuances are slightly different with your work colleagues as opposed to an intimate relationship. So in the workplace, tangible gifts must be valued to show value so it's not always the size of the gift but something physical a gift bunch of flowers the card just something smaller trinket can really be of huge motivation to somebody who's number one is tangible gifts so acts of service is literally lending a helping hand asking a colleague if you can assist them or just showing initiative and doing something for them with their project or their task okay physical touch 
different, of course, to an intimate relationship. So appropriate contact, but literally it may be a high five, a fist bump, a handshake, a hug if it's a tactile environment. But to people whose number one or number two is physical touch, this can be really, really important. So literally just a little tap on the back, high five, whatever it is that's appropriate in the workplace. Quality time, same principle, just focused attention and meaningful conversation. So it's not being distracted, even just five minutes, 10 minutes of really quality one-on-one time where you're not on your phone, you're not on your computer, you're not distracted thinking about something else can make a huge difference to somebody whose primary language is quality time. And words of affirmation, which is actually my one, is just you know positive words to motivate and to show gratitude. It could be a text, it could be an email, it could be a note left on a desk. Obviously today it could be a Zoom message, a WhatsApp, and it can be public or one-on-one. So they often say praise in public, criticize in private. So publicly acknowledging somebody can be a great motivator for somebody who's motivated by this but equally just quality one-on-one sort of words of affirmation saying thank you and well done and you're doing well and really appreciate you around here those kinds of things can be huge to somebody whose primary language is words of affirmation so something that you can do in the workplace which I've actually done very successfully in a few international businesses when I've gone around the world working in companies and done this as part of a session with them is after we've explained this concept to a team in real time we've just gone around okay now that you understand the the five languages of appreciation in the workplace what are your number one and number two and then each of the people have just taken a moment or two just to write down their number one and their number two and then also which is their least valued language so what's your primary language what's the secondary language and what's your least valued language everybody wrote on a piece of paper and we've done this in a number of different companies and then by the end of the session the PA has typed up for the whole of the team what each person's primary language secondary language and least valued language is on a big sheet and then put that somewhere in a communal area where all of them can just see on a reflective ongoing basis what makes each of the team members tick and if you know this about each of your team members you just know how you can communicate more effectively and which things to avoid some people hate being touched I like being touched I like a pat on the back a handshake I'm a tactile person but to some people it's awful you go to hug them and you you know this yourself wherever you are on the spectrum but some people hate physical touch there's no judgment on it it's a it's a no-no to them so in my mode of communication I might want to go and show my appreciation with a hug or like a high five and to other people would be like get away from me I don't want to touch you it's not that I don't like you it's just not important to me give me a gift and if you're wondering about the value of this uh, in the workplace I can share with you a couple of directors of companies after we've done this session and they've understood this and then when they've seen the feedback from their team members I've been pulled aside and literally said oh my gosh we could have saved thousands and thousands of pounds over the last decade or so having known this we have on the whole motivated and rewarded primarily through our primary language which is financial so through expensive dinners expensive lunches occasional holidays or weekend breaks when actually for a number of the staff we can now see the actual tangible gift in addition to their salary is not the most important thing actually it's just words of affirmation or quality time or acts of service so maybe all they needed was 20 minutes with a superior or a leader or maybe they needed some assistance in their sort of in their work and just checking in on them to see how they could be assisted in their life and that would be 
infinitely more valuable than a very swish swanky restaurant lunch or dinner as we've spent thousands on so you know potentially from a business owner's point of view could save a lot of money as well so very practical there and and realizing actually we've been rewarding in our primary modes of communication not actually what's important to help keep the staff motivated so some big insights there right so that's in the workplace and then finally with children the principles are the same but i'll just share this with you so words of affirmation and remember each child as do each of the 7.8 billion people in the world each child has their primary two modes so for a child whose words of affirmation if this is their love language they feed off spoken or written encouragement and appreciation if it's quality time for kids whose love language is quality time their love tanks are filled by the moments that they share with you physical touch obviously always appropriate but if this is their love language they thrive on physical touch and proximity in particular you know obviously parents that's probably not appropriate if it's not your child giving of gifts for children who feel loved by gifts, it's more the thought behind the gifts than the actual gifts themselves. And again, this isn't about the value, it's often more about the gesture. So sometimes literally, you know, just a small bar or a trinket, something small, but the actual thought of a physical gift. And for other children whose primary one is acts of service, little ones who feel loved by acts of service find helping others to be fulfilling. And likewise, when people do things for them can really sort of fill their love tank. So, as with any information, hopefully you're not just sort of listening passively, the question I would encourage you to contemplate is how can you, how can I, make this practical and benefit from these little reminders? So there's a couple of things you can do. If you haven't already done it, what I would suggest is number one, to contemplate what are your number one and number two languages. A, because it's important to know for yourself, but secondly, so that you can communicate that with your partner and with other people. So be aware of what communication methods are most important for you, and if possible, share with your spouse or your partner. Second thing that's good to contemplate, what are the primary methods of communication and gratitude and love that your partner and your work colleagues prefer but importantly uh, your partner if you're not sure then share this information with them explain it to them or share this link with them or go to youtube and find another explanation but if you each know your primary number one and number two you can both now start to communicate to each other in the primary mode of your partner and vice versa okay if they need physical touch give them more of it if they need acts of service do more of that for them start showing initiative if it's words of affirmation tell them that you appreciate them and that you love them and leave them little notes honestly small things can make a big difference and likewise explain and share to your partner what your primaries are so then they realize how they can fill your love tank and how they can make you feel appreciated and just because they're communicating to you maybe in their primary one which may be words of affirmation they keep telling you love you love you i love you love you you might be like hey just do some acts of service for me or just buy me a little gift now and again and just show me a trinket or maybe just spend more quality time undistracted with me i know it sounds funny but honestly it's so so powerful when you put this into practice and the same if you have children, colleagues or friends, identify what their primary languages are and then do more of the things that are of importance to them. So you are ultimately, hence the name of the book, The Five Love Languages, you're speaking in their language and not just trying to project your language unconsciously onto them. We each have 
a number one and number two, which is distinct to each of us. So communicate to them in their preferred language. So no excuses now. Now that you know this, you can review it, press play, press pause, go across to YouTube and find some other videos explaining it if you want. But ultimately, there are five languages of communication. Each of us have a primary one and two. So identify what yours are, identify what those are of those closest to you and start communicating to them more in their preferred formats and you watch your relationships improve. Remember, no person is an island unto themselves. The quality of our life is the quality of our relationships. So that's it. Short and sweet from myself, Ben Brophy. I hope you found this useful. It was amazing the first time I've heard this. Even as I'm going through it now, I'm just reminding how simple and powerful and profound it is. And my wish as always is just that it helps and it benefits you in some way in your life. And if you'd like any support, then please visit www.bit.ly forward slash Ben's resources. That's www.bit.ly forward slash Ben's resources. And there are a range of different trainings and support options there. And if you like this, please just give it a like or share it with anyone else you think will benefit from it. But most importantly, have a wonderful day. I'll be in touch soon. Thank you for your time. Be well, look after yourself and put this into practice. Take care. Bye-bye.